welcome to the Quality of Life podcast. My name is Erin Olson, and I am a businesswoman and mother who has been studying personal growth for over 15 years. I've tried almost all of the habits and hacks out there. My goal is to use my real-life experience to show you which tricks and habits make the biggest changes to your quality of life with the least amount of time and energy on your part. We'll cover everything from habits to hacks, fitness to family, and everything in between. Now, let's dive on in to today's topic. Hey, guys. I hope that this week is being most excellent, especially if you have been working on last week's homework. Okay, guys, have you managed to be a little more respectful to others? Have you managed to be more on time? This world really needs more people living with excellence, treating others like we would like to be treated. And honestly, it will bring us all together and have way less division in this country and this world. This week, we are going to talk about that eh feeling of being stuck, either in the messy middle or at a plateau. You know, that spot where you're not growing or leveling up, but you aren't necessarily going backwards. You aren't where you started, but you can't seem to get any further ahead. That spot where you are stuck sucks. I've been there so many times. I went back to moments of my past and looked up at all the things that helped me to shift into a higher gear. And I came up with a list of seven things that have trapped me in that messy middle. And they might be trapping you too. So let's dive in. So the first place that you might be stuck is with fear and anxiety. This all starts inside. You know, our self-talk can really make us think that the possibility of catastrophic outcomes is going to ruin us and that we aren't going to make it out. And so we just tell ourselves it's not worth a chance. This fear and all the anxiety of all the things that could happen can really be debilitating. And I'm just going to tell you, fear has no place in your life. Anxiety, oh my gosh, that's something I fight with on the daily. But at the same time, I've started to learn some tools to help me deal with anxiety because it's not going anywhere. And to help you, I actually made a free worksheet called Four Steps to Creating Healthier Self-Talk. And you can get that at theerinolson.com slash self-talk, all one word, and that worksheet will help you to blast away all of those conversations in your head that makes the fear and anxiety rule over your day. And it's free, and go and get it now because it may just help you break out of this first thing that could be keeping you stuck. The second thing that could be keeping you stuck, you know, keeping you from growing, is discouragement. That feeling of frustration when you are told that you are trying too hard or you're not made for this or our family doesn't do things like this. And, you know, we all have those uh, friends and family who make you feel like wanting more is out of your reach because of your circumstances, where you live, your talent, your smarts, family tradition, etc. And I just want to remind you that other people's opinions are just that, their opinions. Marcus Aurelius wrote, It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people. 
but we care more about their opinion than our own. Now, Marcus Aurelius was one of the great Stoics, and he has so many wise things that he kept in his own personal, basically, diary. And once they started to read what this guy thought about, I mean, he was a warrior. He was not just a guy who, some random dude. He was fierce. He was a leader. And even he dealt with what other people thought. When people push their opinions on you, I just want you to thank them, but take zero value in it. They are only speaking from their experience, not yours. This also leads us into the third thing that might be keeping you stuck. And that one is people-pleasing. Oh, man, I am a reformed people-pleaser. And, you know, I know what it's like. Sometimes you just don't want to ruffle feathers, or you maybe want to give other people's plans more attention than your own, not seeing thing, not talking about things that irritate you or bother you or you wish they wouldn't bring up anymore. And, you know, I was raised to sacrifice my own things and my dreams in order to give them to someone else. I have since adjusted my beliefs to the fact that you can only really help from a place of love, not martyrship. <laughs> I'll tell you a little story about me being a people pleaser. And it all goes back to my 40th birthday party. And I love to cook. And I loved to cook for other people. Or at least that's what I thought. Honestly, it was my 40th birthday party and I wanted to hire out Chipotle, right? Because who doesn't want Chipotle? Until I priced it out. And I figured, holy crap, with all the people that are coming to my birthday... I don't want to spend thousands just to feed them. So I decided to go online and thank goodness for Pinterest because I thought I found all of the copycat recipes to make a complete Chipotle dinner at home. For the entire week prior to my birthday party, I slaved away cooking and trying to make sure everything was ready, all the decorations were up, and, you know, just to make sure that everybody had a great time. And I realized as I was starting to box up the leftovers when everybody had gone home that I missed out on the joy of a party for me. Basically, my whole birthday party was spent caring for others and caring about what they thought. And it made me kind of think back to years ago when I used to make all of the Thanksgiving dinners and I used to love to cook to make people happy. And here's the deal. I love to cook because I love to eat. I don't love to cook for other people to make them happy. I do think it's fun to experience new things and to show people, you know, just the, the creativity you can have and the different flavors and stuff like that. But I am no longer going to spend weeks planning and preparing and cooking for other people only because I want them to like me. And I'm telling you, when I had this realization, holy crap, I was no longer the person who would waste my precious time here on earth caring that much about what other people thought. Sometimes it's easier to just go to dinner somewhere and be waited on so that you can enjoy the moment, enjoy the conversation, enjoy the people that you are trying to please so much. And sometimes that's worth it. So the fourth thing that could also be keeping you stuck is doubt. Doubt kills more dreams than almost anything. It's 
easy to start something, but when doubt starts to creep in, and it is sneaky, we question if we are actually equipped to do this, or if it's really worth it. Personally, I believe that doubt is one of the devil's strongest tools against keeping you from achieving what you were born to do. So when you feel doubt creeping in, stop and think about where that doubt is coming from. Think about what you've done in the past. And is this really doubt or is it something else that's trying to keep you from going? You have to squash doubt. And there is only one other thing that kills more dreams than doubt. And that is comparison. So the fifth thing that can keep you from getting unstuck is comparison. Do you know how horse trainers keep their horses from becoming distracted by all the stuff going on around them? Blinders. Okay, now think back to the last time you saw a horse and carriage on one of the city streets or if you if you watch the Kentucky Derby or any other horse races, you'll notice that they have blinders next to their eyes so they can't see anything that's beside them or behind them. They can only see what's in front of them. We should all take note because comparison is probably one of the main things that is keeping you stuck. FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out, um, social media. We only see what others think we should see. And there is drama and crap in everyone's lives. And let me just tell you that the more people that I have met that have, quote, made it, the more I realize that they have just as much crap going on as everyone else. But they have a great marketing team or are smart enough to not show it on social media. Just remember, every time you look at Facebook or Instagram or Reels or TikTok, you're only seeing what they want you to see. Most people are not going to actually show the crap that happens all the time. And I just want to let you know that there is no such thing as an overnight success. So when you do see the people who are making it or who have made it, you are not seeing the years that they have struggled just like you are right now. So you can't judge them by where they are right now according to your life. Just keep that in mind when you're starting to think about comparing where you are in your journey to where someone else is. You cannot compare your beginning or middle to somebody's end. When you start comparing yourself to anyone else, it puts the focus on what others are doing and it distracts you from your goals. If you're addicted to social media, here's a tip. Only look at other people's content after you have researched something to help you get to the next level. Do this on a one-to-one ratio. So if you're going to spend 40 minutes on social media, go and spend 40 minutes researching or reading a book or anything that could help you get to the next level. (laughs) Honestly, the other day, I got sucked down the wormhole of Instagram. I started looking at this and then that, and before I knew it, the book that I had put out to read, I didn't have enough time to do it anymore because I had an appointment I had to get to. Social media, they are so smart and can figure out exactly how to keep you engaged. And it is up to you to have the willpower and the strength or put a timer on your phone so that you don't exhaust all the time you have watching what other people are doing and not chasing your own dreams. The sixth thing that could be keeping you stuck is a lack of goals and dreams. Without a clear vision and plan, of where you're trying to go, you can get so easily stuck and frustrated. 
Aspiration is a necessary ingredient in leveling up. So what do you aspire to do? If you need more help here, check out episode number 10, How to Create Crushable Goals, at theerinolson.com slash podcast and download the free worksheet. And finally, the seventh thing that could be keeping you stuck is coasting. Now, if you are an achiever or somebody who has achieved some well-earned success after working so hard, you can feel like you deserve a break. This can come in the form of a celebration, a vacation, or pretty much anything else that ends in (laughs) T-I-O-N. But yes, celebrate. Do that. But success is not something that ever allows you to coast. If you take your foot off the pedal, you lose momentum. And you'll have to put in way more work to get back to that level. I saw a meme. Actually, I've seen a few of them that relate to this. One thing that I've seen is that the cost of success is work and the rent is due every day. I can't remember who said that, but that just made me think about it. You know, I have been to the point where I've been burned out working so hard when all I just wanted for it to be easy for a little while. And I thought I deserved it. And when I started to slack off, that is when sales would go down the tube. That is when my life wouldn't feel as fulfilling or we wouldn't reach our next goals personally or in my business. And it's totally fine to have a vacation. It's totally fine to unplug. You need that. Just like I talked about taking a break a few episodes ago. But you need to know that you're going to come back just as fierce and that this is just a temporary break. This is not something that's going to last months or years. This is a temporary break and you need to keep your foot on that gas pedal. The other meme that I saw on Instagram said, in the gym, the weight doesn't get easier to lift. You get stronger. In life, events don't get easier to handle. You become better equipped to handle them. Now, just think about that for a second. When you go to the gym and you're increasing weights and increasing weights and you take a break from the gym, how far back do you have to go when you go back to the gym in your weights? Like if you bench press 80 pounds and you've worked your way up to 100 over a month or so, then you take a month off or even a week and you go back to the gym, you're not going to be able to start at 100 pounds. You have to go back to maybe 85 or 90 pounds and work yourself back up. That's how momentum works. The second you take your foot off the gas pedal and coast, life gets harder. It doesn't get easier. You get stronger if you keep on going. So keep going and keep growing. One thing I want to remind you is that when you feel stuck, it's super easy to give up. You should never give up if something is important to you. Now, there are times when you should give up when something isn't important to you or you realize for real that it is not going to work. But if it's one of these seven things that is making you doubt yourself or whether or not it's worth it, I want you to think about that really hard. And I don't want you to give up even though it's hard. Don't give up on anything. Don't give up on your workouts. Don't give up at work. Even if your boss is a jerk and you get no recognition, don't give up. Personal excellence, again, is all on you. So keep going and keep striving because the second you coast or doubt or compare or any of these seven things, you may just lose that momentum and it's going to be harder to restart and get back to where you were. Okay, guys, this week's homework is going to be an easy one. 
I just want you to identify which one or ones of these things might be holding you back and do something about it. I don't want you to just sit there and realize, oh, yeah, I am coasting and uh-huh. No, I want you to, to do something about it. Break out of it. And then I want you to vote on the poll on Instagram and Facebook about what is it for you that's holding you back. And whatever gets the most votes, I will do another episode specifically on that one thing. So please go on and vote. And I look forward to helping you guys with whatever is causing you to feel like you're stuck. Well, by identifying what could be keeping you feeling stuck, you remove most of its power. And once you remove that power, it's going to help you to break out of feeling stuck. So if you want more help on breaking out of being stuck... Check out my free breakout guide at theerinolson.com slash breakout. That will be in the show notes as well. But go and download that free guide and see if it can help you a little more to keep from stalling out where you're at. Well, if you know someone else who might be feeling stuck, share this episode with them and let's all help each other. That way we will increase all of our quality of life. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check us out on the Quality of Life podcast, Facebook and Instagram pages, and our website, theerinolson.com, for downloads and more information. That is T-H-E-E-R-I-N-O-L-S-O-N.com. Stay up to date by joining our email newsletter. Together, we can improve all of our quality of life. Quality of life.